We should be live. We are live. Welcome to Crush This and Monster Truck Podcast, sponsored by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. Once again, I uh, want to let people know also about Justin's stories. Uh, his comic book is pretty cool, and I believe he gave me some information here. Uh, his comic books on other platforms, maybe switching completely now, but have on the new this one and Amazon. The company's called Sheer Nova Comics. Um, you can read his now comic books on like E-Frame Vision, stuff like that. Um, and the subscription's about $5.49 a month. So uh, we'll, we'll put that uh, information on our uh, Facebook page if you guys are into comic books and stuff like that. This is for like the E, uh, like, you know, electric laptops and stuff like that so take a look at that stuff um jb scale graphics go take a look at their stuff they're officially licensed also with j concepts bigfoot uh obsessed against the grain heavy hitter uh overkill um other trucks more to come in the future uh, also with j concepts usa one and uh the uh samson truck too uh nick davis Back Channel Productions. We have a little commercial we'll play prior to everything else. And for the last two episodes, we had someone pass away. This time, I don't think we're going to have that thing in us. But um, we'll play that stuff. And, uh, you know, the MTRC, uh, Colby Marshall, does an awesome video for us intro. Thank you again. And uh, he uh, helped us out. And uh, go check out his stuff. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool seeing all the, you know, 10 scale, uh, versions of like that truck, that truck or those trucks on the side or, you know, that Bigfoot truck right there, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to see, um, six B apparel, these hoodies, a hundred dollars a pop, uh, you know, come check it out, you know, from six B message me or Brad, um, and, uh, you know, also, I have crew shirts. My crew shirts over there. These hoodies are pretty cool. They're comfy. Um, they're a hundred dollars pop if you want a crew shirt too. So it's pretty cool to get, you know, to see that stuff. Uh, also, um, like I said, thank you, to Joe, Joey Sylvester, and High Octane Coffee. Um, sorry about letting people know late notice about the scheduling. Uh, the cool thing is Travis Mari stepped up, so we'll talk to him here in a little bit. Uh, next week's guest is actually going to be a pretty cool one, and I told uh, Brad about this, and uh, he's pumped up, but um, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, we won't believe until we see it, but uh, next week's guest is going to be Ryan Anderson, so Mr. Son of a Digger himself uh, over there at Stadium Yellow Monster Jam. Uh, we're going to Definitely test the waters, and hopefully this can give us a door opening to invite Monster Jam talent um, to our program. Um, you know, we, we we have to, you know, kind of branch off to the other guys, and uh, we'll just we're trying our best to be a different program. So, um, which is all fine and dandy. If you like that stuff, go listen to them. That's cool, but. For us, it's just a little bit different. So, um, yeah. So next week's will be Ryan Anderson. So uh, that's about it for news and stuff like that. If you guys are good in the Chicago area, 
uh, Hall Brothers Racing will be there uh, with the Monster Jam Central Tour. Uh, with Travis, he's going to be at Wichita, Kansas. So uh, see that also. And I think the West Tour. And then uh, I don't know where the East is at, but whatever. Uh, I know the Yellow. No, Yellow. Red is going to be in Detroit. And I don't know where the yellow is going to be at, but so um, outside of that, folks, there's my big old microphone. Uh, outside of that, folks, uh, let's get the ball rolling. So we'll play some ads, and then uh, we'll get this uh, started. So uh, let's do it. <laughs> Concepts, a show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Bradshaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. And welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Crush This. My name is Bradshaw. That's Dan Agosh, as he said in the beginning. And yeah, next week, Ryan Anderson. That is such a cool thing. Um, you know, it's it's also kind of cool because Ryan recently just bought one of those rear steer switches that we've been advertising. So um, that's going to be really cool as well to talk about that. And, you know, we have some other uh, Monster Jam talents that are going to be coming out in the uh, podcast uh, at some point. Uh, Dan's going to be doing some recorded episodes uh, while he's at some of the events. So, uh, yeah, but... Uh, Today, we got a driver for Team Throttle Monster, driver of the Rockwell Red truck, Travis Murray. Travis, how you doing, man? Good, guys. How are you guys? Oh, doing good, doing good. Uh, I can actually call him a friend. We always hung out during Monster Jam, and this guy actually is the one that introduced me to the Trigger King RC event. Remember, uh, staying in Florida, he watches stuff and... and uh, got me hooked on it and that's where i'm at now so i blame you sir but it's a good blame <laughs> hey man it's crazy our toys just get bigger and bigger yeah right, right <laughs> on so let's let's start off with the you know i i personally know you but a lot of people may not know that you know you your family was a monster truck owned the monster truck at one time and let's just start from there like uh may people may not know the truck that your dad actually owned yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I was just a, a child just living his normal life or whatever, you know, and I was always a big fan and we'd go to the local monster truck shows and, you know, my daddy's, he's, he was at the Pontiac Silverdome when Bob Chandler rolled over the cars for the very first time. And, uh, you know, so he was hooked ever since then. And, uh, 
So, you know, he would go and help out at local shows and whatever, just, you know, chip in here and there with people like Bennett Clark with Lowell Clydesdale and, you know, the late Scott Hartsock and, uh, you know, Dennis. I mean, you know, my hometown, I'm only about an hour, hour and a half from the dungeon. So, uh, you know, we would make frequent visits down there and uh, you got to know everybody down there pretty well. And uh, probably in about the uh, somewhere in the 2004 uh, time frame, uh, my dad purchased the uh, Wild Air truck from Jason Whitty. And uh, he campaigned that for uh, about three or four years. And then, uh, you know, he got out of it. And, you know, to me, that was a big part in my life. You know, I mean, you know, you're, you're seven, eight, nine years old. And, you know, you see your dad, you know, going around the country with a monster truck. I mean, that's just the coolest thing ever. And, uh, you know, so I'd ride in the rig with him when I could away from school. And, uh, you know, after uh, he hung that up, but, you know, I just kind of focused on what I had to do and get out of school. And, uh, yeah, man, um, it, it was a ride. Uh, once I got out of school, I uh, actually started working for, Brandon Lagarde with uh, Sudden Impact Racing out of uh, New Orleans and uh, spent about a year down there and, uh, you know, got my feet wet, kind of, you know, actually traveling with the trucks and whatnot. And then um, I decided, you know, I'm just going to go back home for a little bit and kind of just, you know, chill out, clear my mind and see what I want to do. And then, uh, you know, I got approached, uh, you know, if I wanted to work at Monster Jam or not. And I was like, man, that's another once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, you know, I'm all about, you know, goals and, you know, dreams and, you know, do what you love. So if, uh, you know, if you get an opportunity, anything in life, you know, just don't look back, just go for it. And uh, so that's why I did. I, you know, I packed everything up in a U-Haul trailer and my pickup truck and I moved down to Florida and I, uh, you know, I started working uh, with Monster Jam and, you know, I was uh, thankful enough to uh, be the crew chief on the Metal Militia truck for uh, Todd LaDuke for the remaining uh, season or two he was in there. And then uh, Matt Byton took over and uh, we had a great season there. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a big learning curve, you know, I mean, you know, fresh, fresh out of high school and, you know, just right into traveling, you know, the United States every single weekend, you know, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a lot for a young, young, young individual. And, uh, you know, so it was a lot to take in and, uh, you know, so I uh, put my time in at Monster Jam and, you know, those guys are super good and, uh, you know, I enjoyed it, you know, met great people like yourself there, Cheech, and uh, had a lot of great times, but, you know, it's uh, not exactly what I want to do, you know, I mean, um, you know, I put my time in as a true guy and, you know, I always had the, the passion, the, the dream and everything to, uh, to actually drive a truck. And, uh, you know, believe it or not, I was, uh, you know, me and uh, Tim Mente, we had uh, got into a conversation because we were actually on tour together. And, uh, you know, he had told me where he was at. I told him where I was at. And, you know, coincidentally, we, uh, we made the stuff happen. And, uh, you know, he was only about four hours away from my hometown. So that was even better. You know, I was able to basically sleep in my bed on the weekend or on the weeks. And then on the weekends, you know, go traveling with uh, my teammate, Steve Thompson at the time. And, uh, you know, man, that was a, that was a really good time in my, uh, my career. And, you know, if anything, that's kind of like what, what broke the ice and allowed me to kind of get out and stretch my wings or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was able to debut in Monster Jam. Uh, I was able to uh, go under the zombie identity for a uh, full stadium series. That was my very first uh, Monster Jam tour. And that was a, uh, that was a surreal feeling because, uh, you know, you go from doing these little, you start from driving a truck and these little fairground speedway shows. And then, you know, um, then you get told, Hey, you're, uh, you're going to debut in a stadium here in a couple months. Uh, get ready. I'm like, Oh man, that's, I mean, that's a lot to, ta you know, a lot of intimidation and the nerves going through the roof. And, um, I actually debuted in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, under the NEA truck. It was actually the very last time that truck was ever ran. Um, you know, so I feel pretty honored to, uh, to do that. And uh, so then after that, then that's when I did the uh, the zombie uh, first quarter in the stadium, and uh, that actually went really well. Um, you know, we had a lot of 
a lot of veteran people on there and uh, a lot of people I've always looked up to and respected. And, uh, you know, I can't exactly remember where I finished. I think it was six, seven, eighth, something like that in points. Um, but, you know, I took it as a grain of salt, you know, I was just doing it my best. And, uh, each weekend for me, it was a learning curve and, uh, you know, I was, I was pumped. So we moved on from that and then, um, ended up finishing out the year and then, uh, decided I wanted to take some time off, but then that didn't last long. I ended up, uh, crewing for my uh, wife now, uh, Kaylin, and uh, her father, Darren, uh, for the 2019 season. And then I uh, did that to help them out. And then I was like, you know what, like, uh, I want to take a little break from monster trucks. I uh, want to get a real job, you know, settle down. So that's what I did. I got a real job, settled down, started a family, bought a house, you know, lived that whole life. And, uh, you know, something about monster trucks and traveling, man, it's, uh, you can't hang it up after you, you've done it for so long. So, uh, you know, the itch kept itching and, uh, you know, I, I got back out on the road and, um, you know, I started, uh, uh, driving for Darren a little bit and then I moved to Kansas and then, uh, you know, we, uh, we did some stuff there and, uh, you know, that was another chapter in my life. And, uh, now, uh, now I'm here, man. Um, I'm now driving for team throttle monster, uh, driving the Rockwell, Red, Rockwell red truck and, uh, man, nothing short of a good time. Uh, you know, the team, Paul, Mike, Tutal, Tim, uh, Lane, Dalton, Zach, uh, they're all great people, man, and uh, great equipment. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited for what the future holds. And, uh, you know, we've been having a great season so far. Um, the truck's been working super well. We're sitting fifth in points right now. There's an 18-point difference between the third, fourth, and fifth. So it's uh, basically a pretty good battle uh, every single weekend. But, um, you know, big part is, man, you know, just having fun with it. And, uh, you know, these arenas, they're uh, – they're definitely something a little different to get used to, you know, going from, you know, bigger floors or whatever to arenas, you know, you definitely got to change your driving style up, style up a little bit. Um, but, you know, I feel like it also makes you a good, you know, it sharpens up driving skills in other areas as well, because I've always, you know, told myself if you can wheel one of these big behemoths in one of these small arenas and, and do something, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that's something to be spoken for. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud of my journey and, uh, you know, it definitely has not been easy. Uh, a lot of hard work and blood, sweat, tears put into it. But, you know, go with that good old saying, you know, you never give up and chase your dreams and uh, do what you love. And, you know, it always come out every time. Man, you're, you're the definition of, you know, somebody that's bred to be in this sport, you know, with your dad having, you know, the old wild hair. And let's, let's go back to those days. How was it being around the sport in that time period? You know, I remember when Jason owned the truck, he always kept that thing immaculate, always looked tip top shape. How was it, you know, growing up around that? You know, was it the, at that point, like, were you a fan even before that when you're before your dad got the truck? Oh, 100 uh, percent. You know, I was a fan back as far back as I can remember. Uh, you know, my dad would take me to shows literally as far back as I can remember. And, uh, you know, so, of course, being a, a young kid, just going to a monster truck show in general, you know, you're you're hooked ever since the first time you see it. And then, uh then one day, you know, your dad just brings a truck home and parks it in the driveway and just, you know, starts wrenching on it or whatever. So, um, you know, it was definitely different, you know, being young, uh, you know, I spent a lot of late nights uh, with him. And, you know, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, uh, my dad never had a big budget in the monster truck world. So, um, you know, there'd be many times where he would work on the truck in the trailer uh, where he was keeping it at. And, you know, I would go there and, you know, me being so young, I could only do but so much. But, you know, to watch my dad. Uh, you know, give his whole heart and his whole world and just, you know, give everything to to make that work. I mean, that, you know, that showed a lot to me as a person, um, you know, and, and, you know, showed that you can honestly do anything you put your mind to. Uh, because before that, you know, he just 
he worked at the local power company and it was a lineman. So uh, he went from that to literally owning a monster truck and traveling around the United States doing that. So, um, you know, it was very cool, um, you know, and also being young, you know, you, you see all these trucks on TV, you know, like Dennis Anderson, Gravedigger, um, Tom Mintz and, you know, the Blue Thunders and, you know, the, the Bulldozers at the time and old Gary Porter and Carolina Crusher. I mean, Bennett Clark, I mean, all those old names like that, you see them on TV and then, you know, fast forward a couple of years and then they're, you know, you're witnessing your dad lining up right beside them racing. It's like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, you can't, you know, you can't take that away. And, no. uh, so, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was awesome to see, um, you know, that, that kind of, um, I wouldn't say shaped me, but, you know, it definitely like showed me like, look, you know, if you put your head down, you focus, you know, you, you get your mindset right. You know, the, the, uh, the, the dreams are endless. So we got our first fan question here for you, Travis. Uh, other than your dad, who was your favorite driver slash truck growing up? Um, you know, believe it or not, man, I got quite a few of them. Um, one of them I'd have to say is uh, Scott Harsock, man. He was uh, he was just a good, genuine dude, man. Um, he always ran hard. Uh, he 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 know you know he know when to to lay hard or run hard and just kind of once they lay down, but just, you know, be smart about things. And, uh, you know, the truck always looked good, always had tons of power. And, um, you know, I, I was just, you know, liked the way that he kept everything very professional and top-notch operation. So let's, uh, so you, 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 you uh, your, your journey started with going to, uh, Louisiana with Brandon Lagarde and the, uh, sudden impact team. And, you know, that team, throughout the years has had some of the best trucks in the business and the drivers. You look at who has been through there, Sean Duhon, uh, John Zimmer, um, father time, Kevin Kazala, you know, how was it starting out with a team that had such a history in the sport? Um, you know, it was nerve wracking at first, you know, it kind of, um, was a spinoff, you know, my, my dad, when he did shows, uh, back then, you know, he did a lot of shows with Brandon and that team. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of how I got to know them. And then, you know, I was, I was told, you know, once I got out of high school, you know, if I, if I want to pursue a career in monster trucks that, you know, I always had an opportunity there and, you know, I mean, I'm 18 fresh out of high school, you know, I mean, why not? You know, that's a, that's a dream of a lifetime. So, um, it was, it was, uh, definitely intimidating going down there. Um, but you know, knowing everybody going into it also kind of made things a little bit better. Um, you know, I, I didn't drive any down there, just, you know, I, I got my feet wet, you know, traveling and getting that whole, you know, experience in and, and wrenching on the trucks and just, you know, um, not only the trucks, you know, Brandon, uh, he's got a pretty sweet tank that's got a, uh, 572 big block Chevy in it. And that thing is just nasty. And, uh, you know, so that was pretty cool to, um, see that thing work in action. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot, you know, um, you know, it, it just, you know, it wasn't for me and, you know, I decided to turn the page and, uh, you know, all those people down there, I mean, they're, they're great people. The food down there is, uh, something fierce. Uh, I could eat Louisiana food all day long. <laughs> so what's, uh, you got into the world of monster jam and you got into, uh, on, uh, under the wings of Sean powers and then you get yourself, you know, the, the way of, you know, Mel Militia. One of by then, when you got in, was one of the hottest Monster Jam Monster trucks out there. 
winning back-to-back world finals, different types of championships, but still winning a championship in back-to-back world finals. Uh, and, you know, the truck, obviously, with the motocross background and, you know, Brian Deegan, but in itself, it's starting to get its own popularity. When Monster Jam, the head, people upstairs gave you the reins, uh, obviously, I was there too. You took that full head of steam. Um, for you personally, did you feel like that was a, uh, a challenge for you to notch uh, for your own like personal level? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, you know, the, the way I see it, you know, Sean had, uh, built that truck up with Todd. Um, you know, Sean wanted to do, you know, take a different path in his career. And, um, you know, I just, you know, basically I just got lucky, man. Um, you know, they came to me and they asked me, you know, this or that, you know, I picked that and, uh, you know, I, I was super excited. I was super nervous. Um, you know, definitely intimidated. Uh, you know, when I walked in, you know, nobody, Nobody really uh, liked me from day one just because, you know, that was a spot that uh, they wanted. And, uh, you know, I I knew I had big shoes to fill. And, uh, you know, I also kind of walked in, you know, not really 100% confident, man, because, uh, you know, it happened so fast and, uh, you know, moved down there and, you know, we went basically right into first quarter and, you know, didn't really get to know uh, too many people, uh, you know, beforehand and are down there in Florida. And, uh, you know, to go right on tour and just basically kind of take over. I mean, granted, Sean was still uh, still there, you know, if I, I needed him, him and a guy named Jason. Uh, we were in the trailer together. Great people. Uh, definitely learned a lot from them for sure. Um, you know, but uh, to basically keep that going from there was uh, definitely big shoes. Very nerve wracking. Uh, but I did it, man. Uh, you know, I'm super excited. Uh, we actually ended up making it to the racing finals and uh, the world finals that year. And uh, can't exactly remember where we finished in freestyle, but, uh, you know, to me, that was, that was just super pumped. You know I mean? Anytime I'm around Monstrux, man, I give it 110%. And, uh, you know, to, to see a truck go out there and, and to win and go around and racing and just, you know, to do good and, and stuff. I mean, that, you know, that makes me proud because, you know, uh, in the middle of the week, there's a lot of uh, hard, long hours that go into it to making those trucks do what they do. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a lot, that's for sure. Well, you know, you went from having Todd LaDuke, which is that dude is insane behind the wheel with Brian Deegan occasionally driving. Then Matt Byton steps in the truck and I'm a fan of Matt Byton. The dude is insane on a dirt bike. The The stuff that he has done in Step Up of the X Games is just phenomenal. How was it, you know, when that happened? Was it, you know, you know, same thing as always, just try to win? Or how was the mentality when all that changed for you? Um, you know, that was, that was kind of different as well. You know, I mean, I had a good relationship with Todd still do to this day. Uh, and then, uh, Matt came in and, you know, Matt had had some prior monster truck experience, but, uh, but not much, you know, so I didn't really know what to expect going into the first, uh, first, you know, uh, event of the season. And, um, you know, he, he killed it, man. He's, he's just a natural behind the wheel. And, uh, you know, so we, we both grew together, uh, for sure. You know, I, I tried to give him the best truck I possibly could week in a week out and, uh, you know, I just told him to go out there and drive, you know, win or lose. I mean, of course, you know, everybody wants to win and, you know, that's our number one goal. But, um, you know, the biggest thing was just for him to be comfortable and j- just for him to go out there and, and do what he did. And, uh, you know, in my eyes, I think we did pretty good. Um, we ended up going to the world finals and uh, he actually did pretty good. Didn't do so good in racing, you know, but it, it, it happens, man. It's racing. You win some, you lose some. 
uh, you know, in freestyle, he went out there and killed it. He landed his first backflip ever, you know, first time. So, uh, you know, it was pretty pumped. And, uh, you know, me and Matt, we actually built a, a pretty good friendship. We're actually still friends till this day. Uh, we share the same birthday. Uh, we actually talk pretty often. And, uh, you know, it was um, – it was, it was cool to, to see somebody come in um, from a different world, you know, coming from the dirt bikes and stuff and just kind of adapt very quickly to the monster trucks. And, uh, you know, it was actually a lot of fun, you know. Um, I wouldn't say that there was less pressure, but there kind of was, you know. I mean, um, you know, Todd, I mean, obviously, you know, Todd's a madman behind the wheel uh, no matter what truck he's in. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Matt, you know, there, like I said, there was a lot of learning there and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely cool to see him progress and, uh, to do what he did. So let's, uh, move forward here. You know, you're, you're connected with Tim Mente. Uh, now prior to, I don't know, I needed to do a little bit more studying, but I know you move trucks around and stuff like that. And I remember the one time you were ordering stuff for like a driving suit and a Hans and stuff like that. But when you got your first, you got your chance to go behind a wheel into a show, what mentality did you have to go through? Because now instead of a small scale of what you could do, now you're, you have a truck and you have it wide open. So, what type of mentality did you have to do, like, just to, you know, run your first event? Man, that was a lot. It was actually in uh, Troy, Pennsylvania, in a super, super small uh, fairground uh, environment. And uh, it coincidentally had rained the night before, so it was actually rather muddy. Um, you know, so I, trying to learn how to drive, I guess, a truck in a show for the first time and deal with mud um, was very nerve-wracking. Um, but to go from basically, you know, just a crew chief, uh, mentality to crew chief and driving mentality was definitely different. Um, you know, my biggest thing going into that weekend was I just wanted to learn the truck. I just wanted to get comfortable. I just wanted to feel things out. You know, I, I wasn't there to be a hero. I didn't want to try to, you know, do anything spectacular because, you know, to me, you know, what makes a good driver is being comfortable in the truck and knowing the truck and how it's going to react. And so, um, you know, it definitely took me a little while to get there. I, I still don't really feel like I'm 110% there. You know, I learn something almost every single time I, I get in the truck and try to critique things till this day. Um, but, uh, you know, it was um, very, very nerve wracking. And then, you know, I thought I did amazing. And then I looked at the video. I'm like, oh, God, who's this guy? <laughs> um, but you know what? That's That's just like anything, man. I mean, you can watch videos, GoPros, you know, whatever, any type of motorsport. And it just looks, you know, completely different than what it is in real life. And uh, also to be in the truck, you know, I mean, you know, you jump over a van sack, you know, it might feel like you're, you know, 20, 30, 40 feet in the air. And then you watch a video and you're like, oh, I was only that high. Okay, well, now I need to hit it harder next time. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, like I said, it was just a, a big learning curve. And obviously, you know, I didn't want to break anything, you know, especially first weekend out, you know, I mean, that that's not really good for anybody. And, um, you know, of course, you know, breaking parts is kind of part of it. You know, it's almost inevitable that's going to happen. Um, but, you know, that that's not me. I, I don't want to go out there and intentionally destroy the truck, uh, especially also since, you know, I'm not paying for it. And, you know, I also have to work on it. You know, there's a lot of respect there um, between that. And, uh, you know, that's one thing I've always just kind of stuck to, man. I mean, that's uh, something that kind of look back on, you know, like something like Gary Porter, man. You look at old videos of Gary Porter, that man would run that truck in the ground, but he nine times out of 10 would drive it off the track, all four tires and drive it right in the trailer. Might still have some broken parts, but, you know, I mean, to me, uh, to me, that that's kind of 
where I wanted to be as far as, you know, performance wise. And, um, you know, it took me a little while to get there. You know, going from that, you know, experience for your first time driving and then all of a sudden you're thrown into a stadium series driving zombie. How did that conversation happen? First of all, and then how was it the first time you walked out into that the stadium? You're like, okay, this is, this, this is intense. Yeah. So, um, me and Steve Thompson, we were, uh, you know, we were just doing our thing. We would, we would travel nonstop. Uh, we probably did close to 40 weeks out of the year nonstop. And, uh, it was in our busiest season in the summer. Like we would do like a fair show in like Pennsylvania on Tuesday, be in Vermont on like a Thursday or Friday, and then, you know, load back up and go do a show on Ohio or in Ohio on like a Sunday or Monday, you know, just crazy schedules like that. I mean, we do, you know, three, four shows in different venues a week, you know, and it wasn't like that every week, but, um, you know, we were in, in, in the heat of that. And then, uh, you know, Tim was like, Hey, you know, they, uh, they would like to send you to, to Paxton and uh, Monster Jam University and, you know, just kind of see how you do there and, uh, you know, get you ready for the uh, 2019 season or 2018 season. I apologize. Um, so we ended up going there and unfortunately we weren't able to do much there. The The weather wasn't on our side that week. It actually rained a lot. So all we really got to do was just work on some racing passes, but it's all right. Still learned a lot from there. And Tom Mintz, the man himself was in my ear the whole time. And uh, so then they're like, all right, well, in about a month or so, you know, um, you got to go down to Brazil. And uh, so me and Steve, we uh, went down to Florida and to Monster Jam headquarters and we loaded our trucks up in sea containers. And uh, we spent three weeks down in Sapalo. It was the first time Monster Jam had ever been there. And uh, we did a lot of media advertising displays, you know, interviews, stuff like that to kind of hype the show up, which was something cool to me, you know, because, you know, going from the speedway and fairground shows, you don't really get much exposure and, you know, you don't get much microphone time and, um, you know, to be kind of just thrown into that was like, man, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, I felt pretty honored to be down there and, um, you know, uh, Steve was representing zombie down there and I was representing, uh, team NEA, uh, police authority and, uh, you know, everything was great, uh, up until show day. (laughs) Um, when it started happening, like I, I was good until it happened. And then like once, you know, the pit party happened and I seen the amount of people, like the nerves started going. And then I'll never forget, you know, doing the pre-show interviews um, before the show, you know, I walked out of the tunnel and, you know, to see, you know, 50,000 people were just, you know, there. It's like, man, this is a lot. Like, this is it. You know, this is, this is what you've dreamed of. This is it. And, uh, you know, so then, then it, you know, it was good. You know, it, it hit me again, you know, driving through the tunnel for intros, you know, and you, you got the adrenaline pumping, you know, you got your, you know, the, the pedal to the floor roaring through the tunnel and you, you come out and you see all these people cheering because, you know, they've never seen anything like that. And, uh, you know, to actually do as well as I did there um, was also pretty good as well. Um, you know, and then so that that boosted the confidence going into the uh, the stadium world, you know, the uh, which was just a few weeks uh, after that. Um, you know, once we got the truck back from Brazil, you know, we swapped everything over and put the zombie body on it and then, uh, you know, took the reins of that and, you know, debuted in uh, New Orleans. And, uh, you know, that was that was awesome, man. Um, the, the nerves weren't quite as there as they, they were in Brazil, um, but they were there. They're still there to this day. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was awesome. It's uh, something I'll never forget and uh, something to definitely look back on. So you had a transition from there and then, you, you know, you helped out with your wife's team and, but how did you uh, get in touch in the transition 
to be part of team with uh, team uh, throttle monster? Um, well, uh, believe it or not, me and Mike have uh, known each other for a long time. Uh, and not only Mike, but uh, uh, too tall, Dave Olford as well. Um, me, you and him, we all work together in monster jam and uh, you know, they were together and um, actually started out as uh, you know, Mike just needed a, uh, needed a fill in spot, you know, um, throughout the, the year. So, you know, I would fill in for, you know, uh, Paul and Zach, you know, various shows or whatever. And then, uh, transpired into a potential full-time deal. And, um, you know, we, uh, we kept talking, talking and, you know, went, went back and forth and then, uh, we finally found something that worked and, uh, you know, here we are, man, um, started, uh, was it second, third week in December or something like that? Uh, went there to Utah and, uh, the truck that I'm driving today, Rockwell red, uh, tore that truck down completely, uh, made a bunch of changes to it, uh, freshened it up and, uh, you know, reassembled it into the monster that it is today. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they're great people, man. Uh, great team, great sponsors. Um, you know, I can't ask for nothing better. You know, over the last couple of years, you know, team throttle monster has definitely become one of the, you know, best teams, uh, best independent teams, you know, what's it like, you know, the camaraderie? Because I know you mentioned you worked with Two Tall at Monster Jam. Uh, you got guys like Dalton, Dalton Widener. And, you know, what's the, what, how's, how's the, the vibe at Team Throttle Monster with all you guys? Man, it is great. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoy working with everybody. We like to have a good time. Like, we're all working in the shop, you know knuckle deep in a truck, you know, just doing whatever, uh, jamming out to TikTok radio on the radio, just having a good time, man. Um, you know, we, we all know when to have fun and we also know when to be serious and put our heads down and work. And uh, that's what I like about us. You know, we're, we're all, all kind of rather young, um, you know, but uh, Team Throttle Monster, man, I mean, they, they're here to stay. Uh, Mike and Paul, Zach, everybody, they, behind the scenes, they have definitely put in the time and the work and everything to get the team where it is today. And um, it's amazing how far they've come in such a short amount of time. And uh, I can only imagine where it's going to go from here. Um, but as far as like the vibe, man, I mean, whenever we're together uh, or not together, I mean, we still have a good time. I mean, shoot, we could be, you know, 16 hours away and, you know, we'll call each other or, you know, just mess around or whatever. I mean, we're all good friends at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I mean, to, to work together and, and to be a team, that, that's what you got to be. You know, if, if you take it hundred percent serious all the time, you know, you're not really going to have that much fun with it, but if you know how to divide things up and, and have fun and also be serious about work, then, you know, to me, that's a win-win. Oh, I almost kicked myself out here in a couple of seconds. Just, <laughs> I'm trying to get, there we go. Uh, still learning about the clicking motion on the stream yard stuff. So bear with me guys. Ah, make excuses for my misclicking. Um, you know, you, you do what you need to do with, you know, you're the team and stuff like that, but how is it also being teamed up with too tall, you know, to actually I think everyone on the team had been a crew chief for a monster truck at one point in time, but you and too tall were together during the times of being monster jam crew chiefs and crew members. And now you guys are in monster jam racing against Brandon Vincent and Tristan England, you know, Miranda Kozad, stuff like that. And now you guys are knocking on their door. Um, how is it cool? How cool is it having, you know, uh, too tall as a, a trailer partner? Man, it's awesome. Uh, you know, it's funny 
we would always joke around and just talk about, you know, getting the opportunity to drive when we work together at Monster Jam and, uh, you know, for it to come full circle and for us to be in a trailer together on Monster Jam tour uh, together. I mean, that that's just awesome. Uh, you know, Dave's a very smart guy. He knows the truck like the back of his hand and uh, he's very technical uh, and he does an amazing job. Um, and he's also a very good friend of mine on a personal level. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited to, uh, to, you know, be on this tour with him and, uh, you know, I can't take nothing away from him. He's, he's a hardcore competitor. And, uh, you know, whenever we put the helmets on, man, it's just may the best person win if we line up against each other, but, um, can't take nothing away from that guy, man. He's, he's put in his, his time and his work for sure. And, you know, it's, uh, really cool to, to see him go out there and, and do what he does. And especially the, to be representing it, such an iconic name, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's got a lot of history behind it and, uh, to see him be out there rocking and rolling. It's, uh, it's truly an honor. Well, I'll say this as a as a Canadian and as an Albertan, it's good to see uh, Jurassic Attack being represented again. Finally, um, I'm I've known Don for a couple of years now. He's a great dude, and it's good to see that name being brought back. Uh, but we have a fan question here um, from Gregory Nagy. Um, his, his question is: What are your suggestions to the young people who want to get into monster trucks, like wanting to get into like a spot like you're in or a crew member? What, what kind of advice would you give to somebody? Man, it's a, uh, it's a hard road. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, it's not easy. Um, but you got to have thick skin, uh, never give up attitude and you got to stay hungry. You got to stay after it no matter what. Um, best advice I can tell you, man, is obviously learn mechanics, you know, learn, learn, you know, how, how things operate. Uh, but go to, go, go to little local monster truck shows, help out any way you can. Um, whether it's just putting flour down, on, on the track or knocking the glass out of the crush cars or, you know, being a track guy or, or, you know, even if it's helping a team out, putting air in the tires, wiping the trucks out, you know, do anything you can to get exposure and get comfortable and get your name out there. Um, and just be smart about it, man. Don't, don't give up. Uh, like I said, it, it's hard. It's not easy. Um, you know, there's a lot of long hours that, you know, nobody sees and you know, it'd be two, three o'clock in the morning and you're ready to hang it up. But, you know, you got a show, you know, the next day and, you know, you still got a truck and a million pieces that you have to make work. And um, so, you know, I would just say, you know, stick with it. Um, you know, like I said, just uh, try to help out any way you can. So we're going to take a little bit of a uh, off kilter and learn about your world of RC racing because you are <laughs> very, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, you're pretty good at it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go talk about that. Um, what intrigued you to the RC and also uh, what got you to buy your first one? Well, believe it or not, man, uh, it all comes back to my truck shows. Uh, you know, I was at a show with my dad and, uh, you know, during halftime intermission, they would, uh, a group of guys would come out and they would do, uh, you know, a demonstration with RC cars. They would launch them off the, the crush car, you know, racing lane. They would launch them off the FMX freestyle ramp. I mean, they would just do all these cool things. And I'm, I'm sitting there as like a little kid and like, man, this is awesome. I would love to have one of those. And then, um, you know, fast forward a few years, you know, uh, actually, you know, when my dad was driving and you know, doing shows with Brandon Lagarde, that's when he had the, uh, the Traxxas T-Max monster truck campaigning. And uh, so we purchased the T-Max through him and, you know, my dad surprised it uh, to me with a wild hair body for Christmas one year. And that was, that was awesome. So, 
me and my grandfather and my dad, we just stood in the front yard for like two hours, just playing with that thing and breaking it in. And, um, you know, then, uh, then it led into uh, a local little thing called No Limit RC of Virginia. Um, you know, I went to a local hobby shop one day just trying to get parts and then I seen them outside racing. I'm like, Oh man, what's this? So I checked it out. And then, you know, lo and behold, they they do sanctioned monster truck style tracks, but just in an RC form, you know, it's a fun family event. And, uh, you know, so, uh, ended up going to one of those and believe it or not, uh, a lot of, at the time, a lot of the, uh, grave digger, uh, crew or, you know, down the diggers dungeon, you know, people associated down there, they were into it pretty big as well. You know, they would race there. So, um, you know, I started, we would do like two races a month and, uh, you know, so that, that got to be pretty, pretty addicting, man. It, it led into one truck into two trucks. And the next thing, you know, my dad's getting into it and then we're buying an enclosed trailer to, haul our stuff around mobile workbench and you know stuff like that and uh you know my dad he he got real big into the truck pooling uh side of it you know i'm a racer at heart so of course i like to to get technical and fine-tune the racing side of it and um you know so that was cool you know i got to meet a lot of cool people there and uh you know i wanted to I, throughout doing that uh monster truck the no limit stuff uh, there was also different forms of rc's um, you know, there's different, uh, classes like, uh, eight scale truggy buggy, you know, and those are more of like a super cross motor cross style track. Um, and you do like mains, you know, like 20 minutes at a time or whatever. And, um, you know, so that's where, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like I excelled a little bit. Um, you know, I started traveling up and down the East coast, going to some big national races and, uh, you know, didn't really set the world on fire, man, but I, I loved it. That's I eat, sleep and love that stuff. And, uh, I did it and, uh, you know, um, it all came back to, you know, I would still do the monster trucks no matter what, uh, the RC stuff, uh, every year, uh, they would do the RC world finals down at the diggers dungeon Memorial day weekend. And, uh, man, there was, you know, there'd be four or 500 people there with, you know, their trucks. And, um, uh, I think the record was like, 500 and something rc trucks registered that weekend to race um you know and there was you know there was a lot of big people there you know like barry masauer that's you know that's where i met him for the very first time even before he was driving moss trucks you know he, he was down there racing um you know the andersons you know adam ryan dennis even teeny man even when teeny was teeny he was uh he was out there playing with us and uh you know good old people like sean duhan bobo carl van horn um, Dustin Brown, uh, you know, a lot of other people behind the scenes of Monster Jam, you know, that they were there involved in that. And, uh, you know, that, that was a big part of my life. Um, it really was. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, don't really mess with them too much to this day, just because of, you know, life's taking a different course and, uh, you know, I don't really have much time to mess with that, but, you know, I still have it all. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was another good chapter. Now let's let's talk about you know the fact that you're kind of in somewhat of an elite company you know with uh, husband and wife both driving monster trucks you know your wife Kayla Miga is obviously driving Jailbird. Now I don't know how often you guys have raced against each other, but if when if or when that moment happens, are you guys super competitive with each other when you're at an event? A hundred percent. You know, I cannot take anything away from her. She is a great driver uh, and she does an amazing job. Uh, there has been plenty of times where we've lined up against each other. Uh, she's beat me. I've beaten her. Um, you know, it mainly comes down to if one of us makes a mistake, you know, I mean, it's uh, if one of us makes a mistake, you know, that, that's really all it takes, even if it's minor. Um, you know, she I really like to see her race. 
Uh, she's very technical, and uh, when she's on it, she's on it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm super excited to uh, basically be able to live my dream uh, with my family. Uh, and I say family as in my wife and, you know, our son crew, you know, he comes to every event that we go to. And, uh, you know, to be able to do that, man, that's that's a, that's a dream right there. You can't take that away. Now we're also entering the world of being a dad. Uh, yeah, whole different, whole different ball game, and uh, uh, having the opportunity, you know, now with the family and stuff like that. How is it being a father now? It is the best thing in the world. Uh, it was the scariest thing when it was all happening because you know you're you're young and you're still trying to figure life out for yourself, and you know now you have another life to take care of. Um, you know, so it's very scary, but man, it's it's been the best thing ever, um, you know, to, for him to be around uh, all this, you know, I mean, granted, he's probably going to end up, you know, behind the wheel one day, but you know what, we're not going to push him, whatever he wants to do, he can do. But um, until then, just, you know, we're going to make the best of it, capture every moment we can. And, um, you know, super excited to, uh, to just do it as a family thing. Now let's talk about your identity that you created, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, extreme attitude. Let's talk about that, you know, because I, first of all, I love the body that you chose and the design of it, black and blue, it, even, black with any color just pops. How did you come up with the name and concept for that truck? Uh, believe it or not, um, the, the, the general theme of the truck and the name was something that my dad had designed and came up with um, about a year or two prior of purchasing the wild hair name from Jason. Cause my dad had intentions of just building a truck from scratch and uh, you know, just building, building a team up that way. And then, you know, the opportunity of the wild hair came up and he purchased that, um, you know, so then the extreme attitude just kind of set idled, you know, literally just the drawing sat on a piece of paper, you know, rolled up in the computer room for years and years and years. And, you know, every now and then I would go and like unroll it and look at it. I'm like, man, that was cool because he actually designed it on an old, you know, like uh, early 90s Ford, you know, with the the uh, the Razorback and, you know, the sun visor. And I mean, it was it was legit. It was a little different than uh, what the scheme looks like nowadays. But, um, you know, then fast forward years as, you know, my career started to, I guess, progress or whatever. Um, you know, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, you know, would you ever want to have your own identity or, you know, stuff like that. And so um, I was like, you know what, like, I actually want to do this with the extreme attitude, you know, uh, that it's kind of fitting for me. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes uh, the attitude gets best to me. Um, but, you know, it's part of being young and you learn from it. But, uh, uh, you know, so I also look at it as like, you know, extreme attitude, you know, whenever I go out on the track, like I just... I want to be extreme, man. Uh, you know, I, I like to attack the track and just, you know, be wild and on the ragged edge. And so I think the name's fitting in that aspect. Um, so I actually had uh, uh, good friends down in Florida with Star Creations. Uh, Jesse Starr, he actually designed the truck up for me. And, uh, you know, the body, man, I, I'm, a, I'm a Chevy guy at heart. So, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with the early or a, a newer style uh, Chevy. So I decided to go with that. And, uh, yeah, debuted it at the end of uh, 2018. And, uh, you know, I haven't had the chance to campaign it on a full uh, tour yet, but, um, you know, you never know what the future will hold. Yeah, that's pretty cool having, you know, your own identity and stuff like that. Cole Venard, you know, has that too with his Black Pearl, but he has it on Jamie Garner's truck and, uh, you know, rocking it out like that. But um, let's go back and talk about 
the Rockwell red truck because um, they they made a, the beginning of the season. They uh, we saw it. Uh, Rockwell made a press about it. Uh, you know, introducing you to the truck. Um, you know, how is that? You know, supporting a uh, company, and they also support the armed troops and the military people, EMTs, police, you name it. They support it. That's in America. Uh, they support it. So, um, and they look like pretty cool cats. Uh, how is that representing them? And uh, how's the feedback with all the fans? Straight up awesome, 100% across the board. Uh, the Rockwell headquarters facility is actually only about 30 minutes away from our shop uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, so we actually got to go there uh, before our season start and got to hang out with everybody and, you know, just kind of have like a nice little send off. And, uh, you know, it's great, man. Rich and everybody um, at Rockwell, they, you know, they're backing us 110 percent and uh, the support is phenomenal. Um, you know, to be able to represent a company like that, man, I mean, that's, you know, it's one of those companies like, man, you know, I'd like to have, you know, some of their products one day and then you end up purchasing some of it. And then, you know, fast forward a few years, it's like, oh, now I'm representing that company like that. That's just awesome. Um, and then also, you know, to represent the, uh, the the men and women sacrificing, you know, their lives for our freedom. I mean, that, you know, that's just awesome across the board. I mean, I got a lot of military in my family back home uh, on the East Coast. And, uh, you know, to be able to give a little tribute and pay back to all the people out there, even if it's not military, you know, EMS, firefighters, police, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're out there doing their job literally sacrificing their lives for us to be able to do what we do. And, uh, you know, to have Rockwell stand behind us and support us 110%, uh, you can't really ask for nothing better. And, and it's a, it's a great combination. You know, one, one question that I like to ask, you know, uh, crew guys that have turned into drivers is, do you think being a crew guy first has helped you in learning and understanding how the truck works even before you got in the seat? Absolutely. Um, you know, as a crew guy, you spend a lot of time watching these trucks, um, you know, watching different things, watching how they how they work, what breaks, what caused it to break, you know, and uh, different driving styles and, you know, different different aspects of being a driver from the outside. Um, you know, so and also learning the truck um, on a mechanical standpoint, you know, as far as um, how it works and what makes it work and you know causes it to work and all that stuff. Um, you know, so being a driver. You know, and a crew guy uh, has a, it has its pros and cons, um, but I definitely say uh, that being a crew guy before driving makes you a better driver. Yeah, that's pretty awesome knowing about that stuff, and, and uh, still trying to climb up there. Uh, but uh, you know, is there any social media people can follow you at? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not really too sharp on my social media game, uh, like I should be, but, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, team Mallory 77, uh, and then you can find me on Facebook. Uh, and then we got the team page, team throttle monster, uh, the Rockwell red monster truck page on Instagram. Um, and then of course you can follow all of our sponsors. Um, if you look at any post on, uh, on my page, Tutal's page, uh, Paul's page, Mike's page, Dalton, anybody that's associated, uh, you can see all the, the tags of all of our uh, great sponsors, and, uh, you know, you can follow along there. Well, um, I might as well plug my social media, I guess, because <laughs> uh, I have no other questions. Uh, follow me at the only Monster Truck Conductor. Um, I'm still trying to get my old account back. 
Um, so if you're getting messages from the monster truck conductor, that is not me. I only have one account. It's at the only monster truck conductor. Uh, follow me on Facebook, uh, Bradley Shaw. Um, check out Bradley Shaw Designs. I'm getting more and more designs uh, started. Uh, you know, a couple of trucks that I'm working on for people. Um, also, the rear steer handles, uh, the button boxes are for sale. Um, just get, in, get a hold of me, and I'll get you in contact with my friend Casey. Guys like Ryan Anderson, um, Tyler Menninga. A couple of people have already gotten one. So, um, yeah, that's, you know my stuff that's that's lovely there brad good job good job on that <laughs> i'm uh, awkward, awkward okay <laughs> that was really awkward i i'm just kidding i'm kidding no um i actually have one last question for you travis this season the arena west tour uh it's been pretty crazy right now like you said the close points gap that's between first and fifth right now and anything really can go uh coming in and as of right now like um is it consistency or is there a certain uh, competition that you've been trying to go after? Uh, for sure, man. There's, there's a lot of consistency. You got to be consistent um, with the uh, competition that we have because any slip up, mess up, man, it's going to cost you. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to work on my two wheel skills game. Um, has It has not been something I've been able to really focus on for the past few years. And, uh, you know, now I'm able to, to kind of critique it a little bit and you know each and every weekend you know i try to do something a little different or you know try a different uh, approach at things and uh you know it's actually working out really well um i've had some great success in racing uh this past weekend in oklahoma city actually uh to come to racing win saturday night against brandon um you know and it's anybody that we line up against in on our tour is not easy you know i don't take it lightly at all um you know and, and donut competition man i tell you that that Rockwell red truck loves to get spinning. Um, and so that's pretty fun, but, uh, you know, freestyle, that's, uh, that's obviously something that, you know, I always enjoy letting it all hang out there. And, uh, that truck works amazing. Uh, Josh Garcia and everybody at JG shock specialist, uh, they definitely, you know, got that set up working amazing. And, um, you know, so the big thing is, is just trying to be consistent and, uh, you know, we're, we're the road to world finals, man. I mean, whether we get in or not, you know, I'm not going to give up and that's, that's the ultimate goal, um, you know, is to get in there. But, you know, nonetheless, if we don't, you know, then at least I can say I gave it 110 percent uh, win or lose. And, um, you know, I'm just I'm super excited. We got uh, we're actually here in Wichita, Kansas right now. Uh, I believe we have three events this weekend. I think so. I think it's two Saturday, one Sunday. Could be wrong. Not sure. Um, it's all blurry at this point. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Season's going well. Um, you know, sitting fifth in points right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's only about an 18 gap, 18 point gap between third and fifth. And uh, that's uh, between me, Bernard and Tutal. And uh, it's, it's any man's game. Uh, Tyler and, or I'm sorry, Tristan and Brandon, they've kind of just ran off with first and second, but uh, you know, that's to be expected. You can't take nothing away from those guys. They're very talented drivers and uh, what they do, they do very well. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I... See back at you, Brad. Back hey, Brad. at you. All right, man. I'll go ahead and jump in. <laughs> Brad has nothing right now. Man, once again, Travis, uh wanna say uh 
Thank you. Well, that is weird. Just add that to it. But uh, thank you so much. My social media again, Dan, Dan TJ Gosh on Instagram and on Facebook. Check out my RC stuff also, A Gosh RC. Uh, this. check us out on Facebook and Instagram too. Uh, once again, Travis, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's good luck this weekend. Uh, what, how many shows? Three, four shows the weekend this week? Yeah, I think it's three. Uh, I haven't really look, looked at the schedule. Just been taking care of some other things. But uh, no, I appreciate you guys reaching out and asking me to be a part of this. Uh, you know, any chance I can talk with you guys and um, just conversate, man. It's, it's great. Um, what you guys are doing is awesome. And, uh, you know, just getting the Mossstruck world out there, you know, publicity-wise, whether it's you guys or other uh, podcast platforms or anything, you know, I think it's awesome. And, uh, you know, I truly appreciate you all. That means a lot, man. That that's this is what we do. This is why we love it. You know, to you know, hopefully someone finds our podcast on you know Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Like, oh, what's this? And then it gets them into monster trucks. So that's that's why we love doing it. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's also good to to have you know different um, different views and different people you know from the industry around you know coming on the show and talking. You know, I mean, I tell you, I listen to all the episodes going down the road. You know, there's many, many hours, you know, spending behind the wheel traveling from event to event, you know, so you got to pass time and, you know, what, you know, what not to do, but just listen about some monster trucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's all sorts of different platforms from, you know, throttle out to, you know, retro monster truck review. If you guys like some old school, there we go. Or do you want to listen to some people stir some pot? It's all different subjects. So, um, (laughs) you know, that's cool. And, and once again, like I said, thank you again. And uh, thank you for everyone that has helped out. Jay Concepts, High Octane Coffee, JB Skill Graphics, Nick Davis and Back Channel Production, uh, Justin Stories and his books, uh, also Six Beer Apparel, and uh, I'm an MTRC and Hall Brothers Racing. Thank you for all you guys that have helped out. Uh, once again, next week's going to be Mr. Ryan Anderson. And uh, Brad, do your thing. All right, guys. Well, starting off the end, make sure you check up on your friends and family, guys. Mental health is important. Um, if you if you know somebody struggling, reach out to them. That could save their life. Um, you know, and like she said, next week, Ryan Anderson. And uh, then we'll be releasing uh, some information on more episodes coming up, guys. So same time, same place next week, guys. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up, everybody. Peace. <laughs>